0: All right, hey everybody, this is Ashley.
1: And this is Erin. these notes. Keep it going. Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Can we get this out? guys welcome back to this week's episode of a, a perspective. perspective i'm ashley
1: and i'm aaron
0: and thank you guys so much for joining us another week we appreciate it as always welcome welcome okay <laughs> <laughs> guys we are back to bring you a brand new episode and we're gonna go ahead and start the show off with one of our favorites
1: five questions Five questions is an opportunity for you all to get to know us a little more. It's also an opportunity for us to get to know each other a little better. We ask five questions and they range from funny to sad to thought-provoking and we try to ask them in interesting and fun ways. So are you ready? Ready. Question one. During the bachelor or bachelorette party, your fiance ends up getting more than a lap dance. Is it considered cheating?
0: Do you mean like more than a lap dance like sex? Head?
1: More than a lap dance. Sex, head. Oh, yes, state?
0: that's cheating. Anything more than a lap dance is cheating. Like, I mean, if anything sexual is cheating, yes. It don't matter if it's your bachelor or bachelorette party, you still cheating. There's no such thing as a last night hurrah. Cheating is cheating is cheating. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, man.
1: I would say technically... I don't know. There's no technically. I go back and forth. There's like I want to say it's cheating, but I also want to say it's not cheating. Like you're single until you're married, so technically you're oh, going Lord. through that.
0: I mean, yeah, that that's true. Now that part is true.
1: And the bachelorette but, bachelor party but, is supposed to be your last night. You know, your final moment of singlehood, singledom, right? Where you can or cannot sow your royal oats. So is it
0: cheating? Is it like oats, is Franz it like King. the egregious
1: <laughs> cheating? Mm, I don't know, I don't know
0: Bruh, cheating is cheating Like, I mean, yes, there are different types of cheating Because there's emotional cheating, there's physical cheating There's whatever But it's cheating, like, it's still cheating I don't care that it's your last night, but Okay
1: Question two
0: <laughs>
1: This is another scenario okay. So your partner slips into a coma And you decide to stay by their side Because there's a chance Although it's a small chance There's a chance that they will wake up So after a few years, they finally do wake up and you discover that they were getting ready to leave you in the first place. No, and you discover (laughs) that they were getting ready to leave you before they slipped into a coma. And now that they're awake, they still want to leave you. What do you do? How do you react? What's your response?
0: Put their ass back in a coma. What? (laughs) (laughs) All?
1: (laughs) All? Yes, all. I think you decided to stay. That was a choice that you made.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. I'm going to make another choice, too. We all have choices to make. I'm going to choose violence.
1: Oh. Oh, okay.
0: Okay. (laughs) What about you?
1: I I don't think I would choose violence. I think I would I mean, how long
0: were they in a coma? We'll
1: say for a few years.
0: Oh, bro, I would be so hurt.
1: Right? You decide this is your partner. This is your husband. This is your wife. You're standing by their side. There's a small chance that they're going to wake up. You know, what do you do? So you decide to, like, be there and pray and hope. They finally wake up, and you find out, dang, this blank blank was gonna leave me had they not had this unfortunate event.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: I don't know, anger, yes, but more hurt, or maybe I'm hurt. I mean, chances are, Mm -hmm.
0: chances are I ain't gonna put them in a coma, but I will. I mean, I feel like I'm gonna choose violence. Like I'm gonna have to say something. Like I don't know, something's gonna have to. But you're right, that is a decision you made. But still, like you wouldn't think. I don't know. Maybe don't I'm just—I'm still a work in progress. There we go. <laughs> I, I'd know. like to who, think
1: that I would have to accept it—that I would. I mean, accept you. it and walk away in that very moment. From the, maybe from that moment on, you're left to your own vices. I don't know how you're gonna get home. You better call that person who you was. Oh yeah. Going to before you fell into that coma. I don't know. You better call a friend. But at that moment, you better that you told call me, Becky
0: with the good hair. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Question kay. 3 Mm-hmm. Okay. If you could recreate Oprah's Legends Ball, name five legends and five youngins you would celebrate.
0: Oh God, that's hard. Um, five. Let me see, youngins. Look now, this—that's ten people. I this should have been a pre-question. That I know, it's so thought about think. It. I ain't got time for research. Um. <laughs> If I thought youngins straight off the top of my head, uh, Marseille Martin, Naomi Osaka, I'm not sure how to say her last name, Chloe and Halle, because that's two more right there. (laughs) Um, Let's see. Oh, and Yara Shahidi. Boom. There we go. There go my five youngins. Legends. um, Beyonce. Is Beyonce a legend? Can we, wait. (laughs) Is she not? I'm um, just can we name people that were already there? Oh yes, yes, Beyonce is a yes. For every for every definition of the word, she is a legend. Um can I name people that were there the first time? Oh, okay. So Beyonce, Patty, ooh, ooh, um, Jennifer Lewis, Loretta Devine, and Ooh, I I I I don't know. Let me see. Who would be my fifth legend? Oh. Ooh. Viola Davis. What about you? Who would you choose to be at your legends ball?
1: So, this is challenging for me. I might even have a runner-up, but I'm going to try not to. My youngins would be Yara Shahidi, Issa Rae, Mm. Jasmine Sullivan, Ava DuVernay. And I'm going back and forth between Lupita... And Ryan Destiny. So, I don't know who would be the fifth. Um,
0: Brown skin girl. you're just uh, like pearls.
1: It's a toss up between those two. But my legends. My legends would be Angela Bassett, Oprah, Queen Latifah, Gabrielle Union. And although we just had this debate, it wasn't because I didn't believe it. But now that I've thought about it, I'm going to say Beyonce. Mm.
0: Um one, I wish I had more time to prepare. <laughs> <laughs> and two, Beyonce is a legend, just to end that question though. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, she is. Okay. Hmm, good list. Okay, okay. I'll probably have some reflections next time we do it. Um matter of fact, let me write this down now. Because I'm sure I'll have reflections. Be, be. That's what reflections are for. Hey,
1: that's what they're for. Mm-hmm. What? Okay. Question four. When the only thing your friend circle and your current relationship have in common is you, can you have both? If so, how?
0: Ask the question again. When
1: When the only thing your friend circle and your current relationship have in common is you,
0: mm-hmm.
1: can you have both? And if so, how?
0: Uh, can you have both? I'd say yes to a certain extent though like you can I mean one I would think that everyone is mature enough or hopefully mature enough to be able to you know coexist in the same space if we if need be you know if we need to be around each other talk to each other for whatever reason or deal with each other for whatever reason but there are going to be certain boundaries with that like when it comes time for trips and you know like some people take trips and bring their booze, and you know if your boo don't get along or with with your friends or your friends don't get along with your boo. I think that could be an issue. Um, I think maybe it's certain events, like when we have to be at each other crib, like that may be, especially like if we have to go to y'all's crib, you know what I mean? Because like we're entering into y'all space. We already don't like this person, like the group, like you, the only reason that we're, you know, we're here. We're not here for y'all. We are here for you type thing, whatever. So I, so I guess my answer is yes and no. There we go. Yeah, I mean, yes to a certain extent. So there we go. No, no, no negativity. Just, a, you know, to a certain extent. There we go. That's all I got. <laughs> what about you?
1: So I think that you can have both, but I don't believe the two can coexist.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Because you can structure your life in a way to where the two never have to, like, cross paths. And mm-hmm. whether that makes your role, your work more challenging, I do believe it's possible. But thinking that the two can come together even if it's for your birthday even if it's for a holiday there potentially won't be any confusion i think that's wishful thinking i will not wishful thinking but i think you're putting people in a position to where things can go left Mm -hmm. so i do believe that you can have both i don't necessarily believe that the two can coexist coexist yeah question
0: five last question okay
1: if your people can help you but don't are they really for you
0: if your people can help you, but they don't, are they really for you? Whether it's
1: whether it's help you get like, a job, whether what kind it's of help, people
0: like your? Oh, uh, like okay, okay, whether okay. Whether it's okay. help you get no, a job, like, no, whether this, it's put in a good word yeah. for
1: you, whether it's I got an opportunity, so let me bring you along for the ride, uh, or if it's like you need assistance in some way, if your people can help you. Is it required that your that your friends put you on, that your family put you on, if they can, but they don't? Are they really for you?
0: You know, initially I was gonna say no, they're not, but then I also kind of think that that could be a loaded question because maybe they're not putting you on in certain situations or I mean in certain positions for certain reasons. But if it if it's but if they are consistently not putting you on, no matter what type of opportunity that they can. Provide to you or help you get, you know what I mean? Then I would say no, they're not for you. But, cause ah. it, but I and let me just add on. I will say because there was, there have been, there was a time that I referred someone to a job. Yes, that um, someone used me as a reference, and I gave them, you know, a good, you know, a good. I gave good feedback or whatever for it and um, pretty much advocated for them to get the job. Like, when I was called in to HR to discuss this person, like, their application, they asked me how I felt about this person. Were they a hard worker? I said, yes, you know, blah, blah, blah. She got hired and showed her ass. I'll say that. She got hired and showed her ass and I was very, like, that was it for me. I said I was never doing that again and I meant it, so, yeah.
1: (laughs) I think... I think the direct the answer to the question is, yes, they can still be for you because it is not to me an obligation or a requirement for friendship that at every that you always have to put me on, that you always have to help me out. Sometimes that's not it's not feasible. I may help you out, but they may hurt me in the process Mm -hmm. so I think that it can you can have truly deep meaningful connections relationships friendships people that are there for you that will ride or die for you but that at certain moments at particular times opportunities arise like it's just not for you. It's not, I can't help you out with that. And it's, and you should be able to understand that.
0: Yeah. And especially if we, you know, if we're adults and talk about it.
1: It also, mm-hmm. should, I also just don't think the expectation, I think the, the, the setup to me in that question is it the person expecting. Right. It for does them sound to get like, the help.
0: like, yeah, like I'm supposed to do this or I'm obligated to do it. Right. Like
1: Ashley just got this banging job opportunity to go to Canada and work on Drake's legal team. Am I expecting that somehow she's gonna get me, <laughs> get me something from that? Like I'm gonna benefit from that in some way? Yes, I am. But <laughs> right. <laughs> Actually, that's a bad example because if you don't, if I don't reap those benefits too, <laughs> I'm gonna go off. Oh.
0: Y'all, let me. But just you know play. what I mean.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: Listen, y'all, you know five questions is a chance for y'all to get to know us better. Let me just tell y'all, Aaron was? Aaron was Aaron will sell you out, okay? For, <laughs> for, don't... Excuse me. Sell you out is not the word. Aaron will pimp you out. Aaron will pimp you out <laughs> to reap some good benefits. Now look. Now look. Oh, that was uh, back in the day, though. I should change my answer.
1: The answer should be no, then, because sometimes you just got to take one for the team. But... <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> that's a different life. Yeah, I don't live that life anymore. Mm-mm. Taking None of us do. Mate. And that no. was five questions.
0: And that was five questions. Yes, guys, if you want to answer any of today's questions, plug, you can find us on Instagram at perspective underscore underscore. You can email us aperspective, no E at the end at gmail.com or you can find us on Facebook, a perspective with Aaron and Ashley. And now, it is time to move on to what got under our skin this week. Urgh. Yes. And as usual, I'm going to go ahead and start. So I have two under my skins this week. Um, Okay, where do I want to start? First, I want to start with, okay, you know, I am no um, stranger to DoorDash. It is my nai And I normally get food from there. Or Grubhub. Anyway, both of them are our vices. Anyway, so earlier this week... We order from our favorite sushi place tsunami sushi shout out to y'all i do love them and i promise you they sushi mm. and then their seaweed salad mm. the, the miso soup mm. everything okay so i love tsunami sushi whatever so this isn't about them this is about grubhub's delivery driver so you know it's COVID, okay and we don't do door-to-door uh deliveries anymore like we have a basket that we put out front there's a there, we, in our instructions delivery instructions we say place food in basket <sighs> Aaron it's not that it hasn't happened before but I think it got under my skin so bad this time because it has not happened in I don't know how long like I haven't even had to put a sign out anymore that says place food in basket we get the People delivery say a basket
1: and they put it in there
0: they see a basket and they put it in it. Yeah, like, I mean, the delivery instructions, when you look at our accounts, it says place food in basket. Place food in basket. Like, pl- place the food in the basket. That's all you gotta do. Aaron, I open my door for my tsunami sushi. Where is the food at? <sighs> Aaron, tucked next to the basket, like almost as if <laughs> they tried to put it underneath the basket. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> you really couldn't put the food. In the basket, errand—it's a whole like it's not just a—it's a—it's a cart errand. Like we use it to like when we go get groceries because we get you know when we get a lot we put the stuff in the little cart you know right. and roll it up to the you. Know, it's a whole cart. It damn near blocks your access to the door the way I put it out. Why can you not just put the food in the basket, bro? You know I had to say something. See, shit like that um, affects your tip, not mine, not mine, okay? (laughs) It affects your tip. And if you do that shit again, next time I'm going to take the whole tip. Don't put my food on the ground. And it's on the ground. Anyway, okay. That was the first uh, under my skin this week. My second under the skin? Yeah, I said I had two. said I had two. Okay. Um, My second under the skin... My second under the skin, okay, so I'm, I'm going to have to get a little quieter for this one because it involves my neighbors. <laughs> but this one, like, I mean, it got under my skin, but I got some retribution for Well, it wasn't my retribution, but I got some satisfaction from the moment, so I was so okay with it at the time. So the other night, we hear this talking, like, we hear, like, loud talking, and it's coming from the little, our, our hallway, like, the foyer, you, you know? And so, you know, it's just... It's just these two, like, walls that separate us from, like, the, it's, the, it's the door and then the, the uh, then the opposite side. You know, like, the little walkway. You mm-hmm. hear people or whatever. And the voices echo at night, like, because it's quiet, you know? Like, so if you're in the hallway, it's just loud. And, Aaron, we hear the people, like, and, and they have to be from next door. I, I'm whispering because it has to be my neighbors to the right of me. Like this dude is so rough. Like, I don't know how old he is, but it's like, they party all the time. They barely respect the fact that you're in a neighborhood. Like sometimes they be one o'clock in the morning. Like you'll hear loud music, but I mean, just like, what the fuck are y'all doing? And so anyway, so the other night they're, they're in the hallway. It's a man and a woman. And they're, you know, they're talking like they're, they're talking like they at a bar or something like they giggling like they're having a good conversation and so i get up to go to the door because i'm like are they serious right now and i'm trying to see if i can see them because it almost sounds like they are right in front of our door and by the time robin and i get over to the door because she was coming too because you know we nosy and somebody comes out of their um place and says get out of the hallway i was weak i was like yes yes like i was so happy for whoever did it because it was like what the fu- like, eric there was out there for a good 20 minutes like just loudly talking and it's and at this time i think it's like nine something at night why why like you got a whole house you got a whole crib you can be in talking why are you out here loud talking in front of the neighbor's crib i don't know anyway so it got under my skin but i felt like i got some Retribution with it Like there was something Like there was some joy That ended up happening Because Of the other neighbor That got fed up with it But that's what got Under my skin this week Have What about done, you
1: Has it happened since then
0: Nope Nope Haven't heard him back In the hallway since And I don't even think He lived there I'm telling Anyway it's some shady shit But you know <laughs> You know I don't, It's just something shady because It's a Panda Express
1: People's living situations Are not what they used to be You gotta You know
0: deal. Oh, this is Okay Cause when ain't seen That we ain't seen that dude moving no furniture. Like, none. None. What are you? Squatter. Idiot. Anyway, I mean, could be. He'd be over there smashing chicks. What y'all smashing on? Like, anyway. What about you? What got under your skin this week?
1: Go okay. Ahead. I was trying to figure out a, a a way to talk about this that doesn't say too much. So we're going to see how this goes. Uh oh. I have, I have a thing with people. Mm, okay. See, sometimes you just got to start. What got under my skin was an interaction I had with someone where they were in the wrong. They made the mistake. They decided to do something that was not an agreed upon thing. And when they were called out on it, they felt entitled to still receive the benefits, the accolades, the reward. Mm. Mm. As if they had followed instructions in the first place. And... Mm. It got under my skin not because they felt like they were still entitled to it. Heck, believe what you want to believe. But when you go the extra mile, when you go above and beyond to demand, to showcase your anger, to highlight uh, all that you believe should be coming your way, knowing that you're in the position that you're in because... Of the decisions that you made, it baffles me, and that happened recently. <sighs> I think I did well without telling too much. <laughs> yes, oh, you yes, you did. Yes, wait—is this—is
0: this what you told me about yesterday? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. You yes. did a great job. You did a great job. Okay, <laughs> and I still understood the the principle of the matter.
1: And that is yes. what got under my
0: skin. Sca- I mean, and,
1: and beyond that one situation, I think that is a life thing, right? Sometimes people just believe they are entitled to things regardless yeah. of because. Although them you being agreed, in the wrong. Yes. Although you agreed to a certain set of principles or standards, you didn't really want to agree to it. So you decided to do things your own way. And because you decided to do things your own way, the outcome wasn't what you thought it would. It wasn't what it was supposed to be. But you still feel like you're entitled to all the things that you were going to get had you follow instructions. It doesn't work that way. I'll, I've said this on this podcast a number of times. The more you step outside of yourself, the less you are in control of the situation. And so when you decide to get into something with someone else or some other entity, It is no longer you who is 100% like who makes the decisions. If you are going to change things, you need to communicate with others. I think sometimes a lot of these situations could be um, Mm. avoided Mm. is if they just communicate what Mm -hmm. it is, one, that they really want from the beginning. But if, if, because we're not perfect and sometimes you settle, but if you finally decide to get the courage to really go after it, then re-engage that person or that entity and have the conversation with them, expressing everything that you want. And maybe... They're willing to compromise. Maybe there is a way for things to shift so that you can get more of what you want. But don't just... Anyway, that's what got under my skin.
0: Come on. Come on, Brother Jones. Yes, yes. Well, that's what got under our skin this week. And now it is time to move on to... What are we watching? Oh! Ah,
1: I cannot... uh, It's been a good week. It's been a good week.
0: Aaron seems excited. So I'm going to let Aaron go first this week. With what
1: he's been watching. Ah, I've been watching a number of things, but the only thing I want to talk about today is the return Mm -hmm. of Grey's Anatomy, Station 19, TGIT, A Million Little Things. It's back. And I'll just say that's what I've been watching. I want to dig just a little deeper into, because I don't want to give any spoilers yet, although if you haven't seen it, WTF to the Grey's Anatomy Station 19 crossover event. So they came back. So I did not watch the mid-season finale of these shows until the day before they returned. And so I was like totally invested in in all the things that were going on between the storyline. I mean between these two shows. When they returned, I mean man, they picked up right where the mid-season finale left off. And it was a lot. I'm just going to say that they did a really good job of weaving the two storylines together And yeah, I was talking to Doug and I had to tell him that in order for you to watch Grey's Anatomy, you really need to watch Station 19 because it tells the story. Like sometimes when you do crossover events, if you don't watch one, you can still get the gist in the other. This was not it. I'll just say that Meredith Grey woke up. So, as we all know, Meredith Grey has Corona. She has been in and out of a coma—not in and out of a coma, but in and out of like consciousness sleep. So she woke up in the mid-season finale, but then she was Meredith Grey, did her thing, Mm. and fell right back into a coma, overexhausted herself. So we see that Mm. in the return, she is still in a coma, but not only or passed out, induced. And anyway, they're getting ready. They put her on a ventilator. Man. But that's not even the highlight. Of, that's not even like the. I'm just gonna say someone died. A main character died in Grey's Anatomy, and so you got to oh see. No. You got to see the backstory in Station 19, and then you got to see it unfold. Of how they died. Well, what led up to it? What led up to them? What caused their death? What you got to see how it played out. Mm. But then you get to see. But of course, in Grey's Anatomy, they're trying to save this person, and so we get to see the the, the storyline, the the lead up to them trying to save. Like we get to see what happens as they're trying to save this person and ultimately mm-hmm. man it didn't work and because we're in an age of social media too it's not like they just leave it there now the social media their social media handles like really are playing this up because it was dramatic i mean i have yet to see i because i don't want to google and see all the reactions to it but i have the article's definitely came out it's mm, that's what I've been watching. Grey's Anatomy, Station 19, TGIT. I mean, I've mean, been watching a number of other things too, but Jenny in Georgia. Jenny in Georgia, I will say that too. I started watching that on Netflix. And so the other thing that I was watching quickly, Blast from the Past, Throwback, I started watching Designing Women.
0: Oh my God. I used to watch that with my grandma all the time.
1: <laughs> I didn't realize it. I mean, I realized it, but to go back as an adult, that show is funny. Mm-hmm. People, I think, forget about Designing Women, but that show was funny. And
0: I feel like I need to go back and watch it. I would have to go back and watch it. I have it. It's on Hulu, right?
1: It's on Hulu. That's what made me click on it. Yes. I mean, I didn't mm-hmm. get past like a couple of episodes, but I was laughing. I mean, it's it, it has all the things.
0: Damn, <laughs> I'm going to have to watch it.
1: All right. Anyway, that's what I was watching. Okay. But anyway, everyone should definitely go check out Station 19, Grey's Anatomy. At least watch this, this, this return. And then next time we'll talk about who actually died. All right.
0: What are you watching? Uh, uh, before I get into what I'm watching, you mentioned A Million Little Things, and it came across my Hulu today, and I was like, "Oh, this is the show that Aaron told me to watch," but I still haven't watched that. But anyway, um, I realized the dude from Psych is up there, and I was like, "Oh shit, Sean!" But so I don't know. I Wait, because you? <gasps> yes. The... Gary. I don't, know, I don't know. He's Gary on the show.
1: You know what? That's I didn't. I forget about that. I don't watch yes. it. Yes. Ah. Uh, okay. He's Gary. Him. He has breast I don't... cancer. Um,
0: Oh, the little guy, right? Like he looks little on the show. Like he looks short or something. Yeah, I mean, I guess. Well, I guess he is short. Yeah. Yeah. What?
1: He just called his ex. Oh man, he just he just called his ex girlfriend who was a therapist because he needed a recommendation for his new girlfriend who has PTSD, and he told his new girlfriend that he found the therapist through Yelp, and then. Come to find out, the girlfriend found out that it was actually the ex-girlfriend who gave him the new therapist. And she was hesitant to go to the therapist in the first place. And so this was a whole thing. Yeah, okay, you're a psych character.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. okay, that may, I mean, I can see. Yeah, that, man, listen, that shows my shit. All right, so what I am watching is, well, what I finished watching, ding, 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 I finally watched WandaVision. And it was so good. Like, it was really good. I didn't expect it to be, um, Well, it's not that I didn't expect it to be that good. It just wasn't what I expected. And so when I actually had the chance to get into it and watch it, it was really great. I think we finished it in two days. So yeah, Robin enjoyed it too. That was really good. And it was funny because on my Disney Plus, I saw that the episodes had been watched. And I was like, who has access to my Disney Plus? Because I I couldn't remember somebody, you know, giving somebody access to it or whatever. Guess what I found out today? Too. it was nancy ah. <laughs> so weak i was like my she was like you don't remember you called me and gave me your disney plus and i was like no i don't but okay cool so she said she liked wandavision too i was like well good for you now i know who had watched this whole thing and i'm sitting there trying to figure out why it's starting me from like the ending of the show but anyway Make your so own yes account, uh, listen if i wasn't uh, if i wasn't sharing it with my this is something me and my sister share um, and I think we have limited. I don't know if we have limited accounts because we have. I think it's like three or four that's already up there right now. So I don't know. I have to check. We probably wouldn't care anyway. Look, speaking of making your own account, I gave my mom um, access to Disney. I mean, not to Disney Discovery Plus. Like, because we got Discovery Plus now, and it has all, like, the HGTV and Food Network and OWN and stuff up there like that. And Nancy then created her own account. Her account name is 100%. I was so weak. What? I was just like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. She's hilarious. It's just, I don't know. Anyway, um, speaking right, of Discovery 100%. Plus, though, 100%. Um, And speaking of that, the other show that I've been watching on Discovery Plus is called um, Comedians Unfiltered. And and they're basically taking episodes of House Hunters and they have like different celebrities. Did I talk about this already? I don't believe so. Okay. And they have um, different celebrities up there, like comedians pretty much. And so they had like an episode with Seth Rogen, J.B. Smoove. Um, Whitney Cummings, I don't know if y'all know who she is, but anyway, like just different funny people or whatever. And I promise you, that shit be having us weak, like because we are. They basically saying the stuff that we probably be thinking when we watching House Hunters, you know? Oh, because that's what they're doing. Sorry, the comedians are watching episodes of House Hunters and giving their feedback while they, you know, they're watching together. So it's usually like three people or whatever. It's like like the one with Seth Rogen had. um the I, f- I forget the people's name who produced it. I th- it's Natasha somebody and then What's the Dan name it? somebody. It's called um, House Hunters, Comedians on Couches, Unfiltered or whatever, or Comedians Google. Unfiltered on Couch, something like that. Yeah, Google it. I mean, it's a really good um, show. It's just funny. And it's, you know, basically they're watching it during a pandemic and Seth rog- like Seth Rogen's episode, which, you know, I love Seth Rogen. Uh, he was talking about how, um, you know, that's what he does anyway. Like he was like, I literally just got up from my couch watching an episode of House Hunters to come in here and... and Talk about an episode of House Hunters, so it's just funny. It's good. It's entertaining, and just a chance for you to yell at the TV and try to tell people what you want them to get, even though it's not your money and you ain't got nothing to do with it. So yeah, but that's what I've been watching: WandaVision and House Hunters. A lot of HGTV. So which
1: uh which comedians on Couch One would you say I should start with?
0: Um, actually, like so so far, my favorite one has been the one with JB. This one, one of them with JB Smooth. He's actually been In multiple ones, but there's one where this dude basically says he like his only requirement for a house is that he doesn't want ghosts in it. I can't remember the name of the episode, but it's it's funny as shit because, it it, like he says he doesn't want to have like he tells the realtor he doesn't want a house with a ghost in it. Right there, if I was the realtor, I'd be like, you got to find somebody else. Like, I'm not dealing with your <laughs> foolishness. Like, this. like, what type of shit is that? But the part that had me really weak, though, was that the realtor actually took him to a house that was across the street from a cemetery. Then I would have fired the realtor at that point, because how disrespectful are you to do that? Like, if I don't want to live with ghosts, why the fuck you think I want to live across the street from a cemetery? Like... Oh, man. That, that whole episode was funny. Like, I think both him and his girlfriend or fiance, whoever she was, kind of just, like, drove me crazy. These it's, Sometimes these couples, like, looking for houses. I don't know. It's just funny. But, yes. So, y'all should definitely check that out. It is hilarious. Yeah. Wanna, and so, that's all. Cool. Oh. oh, you still haven't watched Division? I thought no. you said you, was wa- you had watched it.
1: No, I was going to start it and then just wasn't in the right mind that's not necessarily my go-to type of show so it takes a it's gonna take me a while but if you said it was good really
0: you know wanda is a witch right
1: uh no (laughs) but now that you said that (laughs) i will definitely be watching it because that means yeah man powers and magic and
0: yeah and that oh my god yeah you gotta see it you gotta see it Right. it's actually really good yeah i mean i already like that's. it's so great because i i mean i make jokes and say me and robin are wanda and vision like i'm the witch and she's in and she's vision which is like he's a um he's like a he's like artificial intelligence but like in a in a body like super bot type thing I, I can't really explain it but anyway he's 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 the patient one the more he'll think things through he's he's gonna think the um problem through you know what i mean type thing He's not gonna fire off with some witch powers like Wanda would. So, because she's pretty much the hothead. You'll see. You'll see. Okay. You just, I mean, you should check it out. Honestly, it's good. I may not be doing it justice, but yeah. All right, guys. Well, that's what we are watching this week. We're gonna go ahead and take a quick break, get something to drink, and we'll be right back with our perspectives. Mm hmm. <laughs> Okay, guys, we're back and it is time for this week's perspectives Mm -hmm. and it is my turn to go first. Mm -hmm. So I want to talk about a different relationship this week. Normally we talk about like friends or lovers, but I want to talk about family. Okay. And I'm asking you because you are the experienced sibling in (laughs) in the podcast. (laughs) So, earlier this week, right, I don't know if me and my sister, like, got into a back and forth, but we got into a back and forth or whatever, and I believe she was upset with me because of the stance that I was taking, and so then I noticed I didn't hear from her as much as I normally, like, disclaimer, we talk every day, okay? So... When I went back, so I had all the same feelings probably that I have like when I get into it with, you know, well, with people that you love, you know, like you go back and look like, did I say something wrong? Like, did I like what could have, you know, what could have happened? Because mind you, we talk every day and we had not been talking like I hadn't heard from her in like two days, which is crazy to me. And at first I was like taking a stance like I'm not going to reach out. I ain't do anything wrong because I still stand on. I didn't do anything wrong. But I just thought it was weird and I didn't necessarily know how to address it because one, my sister and I have never like fallen out. This sister, this I have two sisters um, and we didn't, you know, we didn't grow up together. So it's not like, you know, you get into it with your siblings when y'all live together, you know, over whatever, whatever. Like we never had that type of relationship. We never lived together. So we've never had any reason to have disputes, if that makes sense yeah, we've been close for years now because, you know, we actually had to work on our relationship and we became really close and we've never gotten into it. So I was thinking earlier, I was like, you know what, this would be a good topic to talk about in the podcast because Aaron has been a sibling for, I don't know how long, years, <laughs> what? one, two. I mean, you know, cause you actually lived with your siblings. I feel like that's different. Like, and I say that you, you know, you, you can't have the same type of relationship or whatever because, you know, some people live together and, and they fall out like it ain't nothing, whatever, stop talking to everything. But I'm just saying as someone who has more experience with their siblings, have you ever like fallen out with any of your siblings and how would you handle it if you did fall out with them? Like, does that make sense? No,
1: it makes sense.
0: Oh, okay. No, we're talking siblings. (laughs) Like, okay.
1: This is actually a little challenging for me in the sense that I want to tell you no, but I can answer it from I can answer it. I can answer it. I there are because because I also want to recognize that sibling relationships are so unique to themselves that there's no way to properly address like what someone should do like because To me, the rules are just, there are barely any rules because they're, I don't know. This is really, ah.
0: And I'm not. I mean, but like with any topic that we talk about up here, like it's all up to the, the devils are in the details. It depends on the relationships and everything. But just like from your point of view, like what would you do? Honestly,
1: I'd do nothing if I thought about it. I think you do go back and forth with yourself sometimes on was it me, was it not me, how did this get started, where did I contribute to the downfall of this situation? But all of all of that to me is internal. I don't believe I've never felt so in the wrong in a situation that mm-hmm. I reached out or said something in the form of an apology. In many oh, ways okay. it just in, okay. in many ways there's just there's a natural reconciliation of some sort like you just get back to it yeah what yeah yeah so right okay so, sorry I'm um, it's, it's co- the, the the words are coming together as I'm thinking about this and hearing you say yes the devil is in the details and how would I handle it so one I'm not gonna I can't think of any situation I can't think of too many situations where I am going to get that upset to allow us to engage in any sort of back and forth that's verbally abusive or physically abusive one. So if things start to go left, I believe we're going to be able to get back to it because I'm not even going to engage at that point. And so that to me is where I say like, I let things naturally come back to like fall back in place. The sibling thing is also like Cameron is how older how much older than me. We're not, we're not engaging in those types of those things. And
0: you say he's how much older than you? I mean, he, is that what mm, you're saying? Sorry. Oh.
1: He's that, well, he's that much younger. You know, he's younger than me to a point that I'm not like, like gonna,
0: yeah. Okay. I mean, I see where, I definitely see where you're coming from. Um, and I can hear that. Yes, I can receive that. For me, <laughs> so sometimes, you know, sometimes Ashley is just Ashley, no matter the situation. Let me say that. Um, and when I say you feel that, how I mean, you feel? Oh, sorry. Go
1: ahead. I feel how
0: I feel. Yeah. No, yes. I feel how I feel. Sometimes I can get, I mean, I'm just emotional. I'm an emotional person, whatever, whatever. Um, so I let it go a couple of days, right? I'm just going to tell y'all what I did. So I let it go a couple of days, like I said, and didn't reach out. And then like I sent a, ra- like a, not a random text, but I sent a, a text about something random, like, like you were just saying, like to try to, you know, kind of just pick back up. Aaron, she read my message and didn't respond <laughs> when I tell you. <laughs> I really felt some type of way. But all in all, here we are. Maybe like, I don't even know how many days later. We're a few days later. Let me just tell you, yeah, there are certain things that I just do not accept. <laughs> and not, not talking to my sister is one of them. Um, like I said, one, because we've never fallen out before. Two, because of whatever I, I assume that we have fallen out about on no scale did that measure up for me to be not talking to my sister? And it just felt weird. I guess I, maybe that's another reason why, I'm, you know, I, I wanted to talk about it because it honestly felt weird, like for that to happen. And I guess because it was a first experience. So I don't know, even though, you know, different, but whatever it just, yeah. So I just was, I just wanted to talk about siblings today. I was like, let's, let me ask Aaron, you know, like, how do you look at that? Do you, and well, and also do you do anything different? Do you feel like you do anything different with your sibling than you do? Maybe any other person in your life? Like if that, like if it comes down to y'all falling out for whatever reason, like would you handle that situation differently? Yeah. Or do you handle it differently?
1: Yes. Yes. See, that's what, that's what I'm saying. That's where the struggle is. That's where the struggle for me So, to, to get specific and not try to answer this as broadly as possible, right? Like, I am someone who pays attention to how much things cost. That is how I will answer that in 2021. And, but, like, if Cameron, if Cameron asks for something, I'm not necessarily asking what the price is, right? Like, there's just a which is totally different than how I would handle that with anyone else.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. So... Then you call me your sister. Why, um, no. <laughs>
1: So to me, there's just there's also there's already a, not parental because I am no one's parent, but I guess that is that's the best way I can explain how I, I approach sibling interactions, conversations, experiences. Is that I'm gonna have to sit on this. I'm gonna have reflections on this. I know I am, but that is the best way. Like I just don't engage with any of my brothers or sisters like the same as I would other people. Anyone. Yeah. But I don't engage with family the same way I do people that are, I don't consider family, right? That are not my family. So it it, it falls in line with that, if that makes okay. sense. So I, but I also think, sorry. So so also to get specific, but not specific, is I think there's a difference when siblings fall out when you're adults versus when you're younger. And so to me, my statement yes. earlier about yes. not like just letting things fall into place and not really doing anything is because I, I'm talking. About, I'm thinking about Aaron younger. Like still living at home with my parents and, you know, there's a level of immaturity probably. You know, you think you're right, you're not wrong, forget them. All the things that could possibly come into play. I don't have any specific recollections. Like that was a long time ago. charged to my head, not my heart. But like that is where I could see that response coming from. I do believe that as an adult, not wanting to live in confusion plays a role in how I, you, others would handle it the adult sibling confrontation can like be handled differently because especially in, at this age, not even like, not at this age, but in this moment in time, cause it's really not about age. It's about this moment in time. Oh, see, it's all coming. In, I told him I have reflections. Anyway, in this moment in time, 2021, <laughs> like we're just trying to protect our peace. And that also means, Facts. Oh like my the gosh, peace that we yes. have with family <laughs> And so whether you feel mm-hmm. like you're in the right or wrong or whether you know that you did something or not, being, wanting to protect your peace, wanting to be mature, being an adult, all the things, right, that make you you means you're going to reach out. I'd rather reach out, address mm-hmm. it so we can move forward and I can get back to the peace that surpasses all understanding, right, than to live in this confusion. Yeah. So there you go. Okay. Come on, I had, all I had Jones. I'm still going to have reflections later, but anyway, yeah, that's that's my thoughts. Okay.
0: That was great that was a word great message at the end hope you all received that as well <laughs> um, okay well that was my topic this week what are you talking about
1: this week I want to talk about flirting and Uh-oh. Okay. <laughs> so over the past two or three episodes many episodes I explained that I was gonna start getting on apps and I was clear about the direction in which I wanted to take that and uh, so some things have transpired up down left or right no real interpretation but some things have transpired and earlier today actually this is very interesting see how things work earlier today i sent ashley and doug a text message a screenshot of something and i asked them a question about how i should respond so when i reached out to ashley and doug And their response was in alignment with my response. One, I felt proud of myself. You just have to know me to know (laughs) why that was a good thing. I was very
0: proud. I was very proud.
1: But then also, it made me think of today's topic, which is, how do you flirt? And the specific question today is, when do you start using sex language in your flirting?
0: When do I start using sex language in my flirting? Right, because uh, you mean like when I just meet somebody?
1: Yeah, like you, you're meeting someone, you're getting to know them. Whether you meet them on and, an app or you met them in class, you find yourself, you know, hey, how you doing? How was your day? Uh, what have you been up to? All the like, like light pleasantries. You may start to take it a little deeper, but the moment that sex talk enters the conversation, for some, is a definitive moment, and so. When is it appropriate? Eric. When is it not appropriate? How do you, how do you, <laughs> you know, because there are some people that once they see that, they're like, oh, they're turned off from that person because they, they, yes. they came at it too early, too soon or too late. Right. And, and what they said was inappropriate. So I guess it's not. So it's, yeah. So And, and some people, they couldn't wait. They just weren't going to be the first one to say it. So I don't know. It's just like, Listen. when do you know? When is it appropriate?
0: I was going to say, the first thing I was going to say is, you know, I'm a lesbian (laughs) and that shit moves fast. No, (laughs) Um, (laughs) man, if I'm just meeting someone, I think it depends on the person. I think it depends on, to me, how we click matters because it may provide a certain level of comfort that may just make it easier for it to go there. But also, I'm a different type of person, so that type of talk is fun to me like you know it's just it's talk you know it is what it is I'm also not I think you know the the best answer for that is it depends on who it is too because there could be some people that I meet that they could say something maybe like a day into the conversation and I'll be okay with it and then there may be some people who's like ew no like I'm not talking to you for that like you know whatever um so and it, it depends on where I'm at in life like if I'm just talking to people, if I'm if I'm meeting people just to, you know, I'm flirting, like I'm just trying to have some fun, then I'm going to bring it up kind of early because you need to know what, what I want from this and I need to know where you at with it. Uh, but if it's somebody I'm trying to build something with, then I'll wait for that. Like, I'll wait.
1: Do you think that sex talk mm-hmm. can make or break a relationship or getting to know someone? Meaning like
0: if they're not if, if if they're not on that same page, then yeah, like that can turn somebody off. Like you said, it can turn somebody off and it can make them think or make them feel like that's all you want from me. And that's not where I'm at.
1: Hmm. I just I was asking that because you said if I really like them, maybe I'd wait someone then like.
0: Yeah. I mean, because it depends on what again, what I'm looking for. See, I go back to I can't remember which episode it was where I said or um, well, we talked about the importance of being clear with dating and what you're looking for. Like, cause you could be dating and just want to smash. like that smashing is a form of dating. <laughs> like it's just <laughs> a different type. So if you're just, if that's all you in it, you're in it for, like, why do you need to know so much about me if the- if that's your only goal? You know what I mean? Like, and we don't like, and I'm not saying we can't like have a uh, conversation, like get to you know, hey, you know, that type of how you doing? Like and we just, you know, we talking about certain things, whatever, small talk. There we go. That's the word I'm looking for. We got some small talk in between. And then, you know, we start putting it out there what we want. But if I'm like looking for something, if I'm looking for a relationship, like I don't bring sex into it that quickly. Like I kind of, and also I just wait to see like where it's going. Cause quick could be, I mean, it could be like a week and then I start, you know, Dropping little hints of what I'm trying to do. It could be three days if the conversation is really good and I've been talking to you every day. And we already, like I said, we didn't click, and I felt comfortable with you. Oh, typical. So <laughs> three days. I mean, listen, listen. Three days to a lesbian. That's three weeks. Three weeks is three months. <laughs> three three months is three years. Three years, we married. What you mean? What do you mean? Let's be real here. But um, yeah. <laughs> But that's me. Everybody's different. But I also, I, again, I don't have an issue if people do. I mean, like, if I'm t- I don't have an issue with it, but I will also shut you down if that's not what I'm interested in. There we go. Hmm.
1: Okay. So I think you bring up a good point about being clear and intentional about what it is that you want from, like, the dating scene. And, because dating means different things to different people. So being clear about it. That's interesting that you said that because that might have made my... Because for me, I'm clear about what it is that I'm trying to do in this season, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, Aaron, You're clear. Just had to remind myself. Well, actually, I did have to remind myself because I found myself in that moment that I received the sexy talk. Well, not... It wasn't sex Was it sexy? I don't know what you want to call it. I received a response that just would open up the door for sex language. There you go. We'll just stick to the words that I'm using in this podcast. And I processed it in a way that I now am realizing was not indicative of where I, what I believe is what I want, right? Like the intention that I've set for this moment. But more so, I processed it in a way that was how I used to think. I guess it's the developed habit of how I used to process things, which, mm-hmm. I got to tell more of the story. So I sent Ashley and Doug what I was thinking of saying, which actually leads me to believe that maybe I was processing it in a way that was how I'm approaching this dating thing. But I hesitated because it is unfamiliar territory. And I just say all that to say that I thought that that was an important thing that you said, which was identifying, setting your intention early and being clear about Mm -hmm. it and executing from that place. That to me was something that I wasn't mindful of in the midst of that situation happening. I do think though that there how you meet someone sort of sets the stage for the timeline of that relationship to some degree. So meeting someone on a hookup app is different than meeting someone on Christian mingle or something, right? Like it starts from a different place <laughs> supposedly. <laughs> supposedly. Supposedly. And so right, there can be there is an inappropriate time to introduce sex language and let me conclude by saying in general i do think that you should wait two weeks three weeks i'm trying to 90 day this situation give it an actual time frame so maybe two and a half weeks
0: and i feel like you're just trying to have control over it like maybe it's just something that comes natural like, what if it's just like, it just naturally finds its way into the conversation. What if you're being flirty and you're talking to somebody and they're like, you know, you like what you're doing and they like laying down and you say, can I come lay with you or, Ooh, I want to come lay with you. Like, you never know where the conversation could go after that. Like it could go to either cuddling or it could go to what you're going to do when you lay next to me. Like sometimes these things are just natural. Like. You shouldn't put a restriction on, I mean, you shouldn't put a time restriction on it. You should put a intentional restriction on it. What do you want to do? I mean, you know, what are your intentions with this? Are you just talking or are you going to do something? (laughs) Like, and also, what do you want from this? Like, just be clear about those things and then let everything else flow.
1: I'm going to try. But you do Mm want to have some control beyond what you've said, right? Like, yes, I agree that there's some things that are left to chance, like to fate, whatever, you know, go with the flow like for me. Okay. This this is maybe this is why I'm asking this. I, although I'm attempting to engage in a different way, there is a certain level of because I am stepping into uncharted territory, there's a little bit of a safety net that you want to have sometimes. And that safety net is your ability to control certain aspects of this engagement, if that makes sense.
0: What's the safety net on flirting?
1: It's not you can flirt without talking about being horny or head or
0: you ain't fun oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no I'm joking yes you can I 100% agree like you can definitely flirt without that stuff but I just think is it doesn't necessarily have to be like a, a time limit on it like it has to be two weeks before they can talk to you like that I just think it should be something that's normal but I mean that naturally happens like uh, it's just something that yeah, not normal, but something that naturally happens. But yeah, I also think too that like you know if they if they do it too soon for you where you're not comfortable, then then you can shut that down and say you know I'm not ready to go there or you know or you can you like okay whoa or you can even laugh it off like shoot.
1: I hear you, and I think for me specifically, it's about continuing to try something new. Don't half step out on don't, don't don't half do it. Do it mm-hmm. completely. Don't just let 80% of it be new. Let it be 100%. You should always give it your all, right? In all aspects of life. And this is no different because it's an aspect of your life or my life.
0: Yeah. Well, Tell you all the time, try something new. Look now. Okay.
1: I hear you. So, yeah, that's all I wanted to talk about. Sex language. flirting. When is it appropriate? When is it not?
0: All right, guys. Well, that's going to wrap up what we're talking about this week. Aaron, what are you looking forward to?
1: I'm looking forward to Madison's birthday. She's turning three this year. And so, yeah, just excited to see her get older and looking forward to witnessing her, you know, grow up.
0: Oh, she's going to be three. Right. Damn. Listen, these kids, man. Woo!
1: If she's three, that means we're three years older. Which is a blessing that we're still here. Amen. That's all I'm Amen. looking forward to. <laughs> what are you looking forward to?
0: I am looking forward to putting together a new, the new millennium puzzle that Robin and I have. It's a thousand piece puzzle. Oh. And it is of the new millennium. And it has like, they got everything that happened, I think, from 2000 to 2010. Yeah. Yeah. So all of that's up there. They got Barack up there. Oh man, it's nice. So yeah, we're gonna put that together. It'll probably be a weekend project me. okay, any reflections?
1: No, I don't have any reflections other than I didn't realize Spring forward had already happened until Ashley told me before we started recording.
0: and y'all, I don't know where Aaron be at half the time
1: And I was probably up because doesn't it
0: change at one? I don't know what time. I just know Sprint updates me (laughs) when I wake up the next morning. That's when I know.
1: Oh, yes. Well, that's all I got. What about you?
0: Okay. Speaking of the misses, my reflection is y'all. So I don't know if y'all remember on the last episode, what I had was under my skin was that Robin had came in and woke me up (laughs) with that Hillman College sweatshirt on. (laughs) And I was so in my feelings about it. But anyway... Uh, this past Monday, no, Tuesday, when I got home, there were two Hillman College sweatshirts on the bed for me when I got home, a black one and a burgundy one. So, you know, I just wanted to update y'all that I did get my Hillman sweatshirt.
1: (laughs) Oh, you got you a good one.
0: (laughs) (laughs) She's so sweet. Oh, yes. She really Um, knew you
1: was upset too, probably, and went and got, see.
0: Yeah, she... Aaron, I I let it be known. It's not like I beat around the bush about it. (laughs) Like communication is key. I was honest. I was calm. And I expressed how hurt I was behind that. And I came home to not one, but two Hillman College sweatshirts. So, um, guys, that's going to wrap up our show this week. Thanks so much for listening. And remember, if y'all want to be a part of the conversation, if you have any responses to any of the five questions, or you want to tell us what you're watching, or you have any feedback to our perspectives, remember, you can find us on Instagram at aperspective underscore underscore. You can email us aperspectivenoe at the end at gmail.com, or you can find us on Facebook, aperspective with Erin and Ashley.
1: And make sure that you tell five people and tell them to tell five people as well. We genuinely appreciate the support that you all show us every week. And that's because you show up, you show out, you respond, you engage with us on social media, and then you go out and tell five people. So when they listen, they hear us tell them to tell five people. And so they go and tell five people and the cycle continues. So thank you.
0: Yes, guys. Thank you so much. And remember, if you change your perspective,
1: you can change your outcome.
0: Ayy Bye da da da, da 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 Different
2: World
0: Ayy hey. Yep I got it I got it Ooh then where you come from